you are listening to a pre-recorded segment of the Third and East podcast. Welcome to the Third and East podcast. So I hope you're doing well today. Today is Baltimore Raven Day. Football. Hope you're not wearing purple. I never wear purple. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I don't like purple. However, I did watch that thirty and thirty with the two thousand Ravens uh, a couple weeks ago. That is one you absolutely have to watch. It was excellent, beyond oh. excellent. Oh, it's a new one. Yeah, they, so it was in uh, February. Highly, highly recommend it. They also do a nice tribute at the end for Saradusa because mm. he passed away uh, right after they filmed it. Yeah, yeah. My opinion, the greatest defense I ever played. But no, I agree. We, oh, it's an excellent team. So we, we now we're in, in our team, our team put in our team, I uh, in our team, my team breakdowns and everything. Say with the Baltimore Ravens, we're going to be breaking down uh, their draft, their offseason, what their coaching and general manager situation looks like, and then obviously a player um, to look out for this this season for the Baltimore Ravens and their strengths and weaknesses and just their overall outlook. Obviously, uh, the Ravens were one of the uh, teams uh, to look out for this offseason. Uh, obviously, with uh, Lamar Jackson, what happened uh, this offseason with the contract uh, drama. As well as you had, uh, you know, he got that happy deal. He got a massive deal. <clears throat> and I know you and I have talked about, thought it was a little bit too much for a guy who's won, you know, I mean, has a losing record in the playoffs and has been hurt a lot the last two years. So mm-hmm. I'm a little skeptical. It's, am- it's amazing to see, you know, Lamar obviously wants to show to me, they had to pay Lamar. Lamar definitely won it. I think he won the um, deal at the end and everything. It's going to be to see how the Ravens are going to play this. Uh, I think the first few years of this deal was going to play off really well for them. I'm worried about the later part of this deal for the Baltimore Ravens, but the they got some help. I mean, they're definitely building this team Lamar around Lamar Jackson, yes. and it clearly shows. I mean, that's a five-year deal, which is not going to be a killer. Which is okay, which is going to be okay for him, especially with his wins. If it was anything more than that, that's a lot. It wasn't all guaranteed. It was 185 million out of 260. Not terrible. It wasn't like Kirk Cousins' deal or anything like that. Um, so you know, Lamar had to take the deal whenever he got it or anything. But you know, if he doesn't go to a rival uh, or anything like that. Imagine if he went to the Colts. You know, Baltimore losing another team. Yeah, you know, Baltimore losing another team to the Colts. Another icon to the Colts um, and Indianapolis. Uh, but. They do also get um, – they also get Lamar uh, – they also get Odell Beckham Jr. as the free agent – as a key as a free agent sign coming off that ACL uh, from, this, um, from, this, from two years ago Super Bowl. And that's going to be a boomer bust move for them. Yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was definitely risky. I mean, I don't think the contract was too, too crazy with Odell. But for a guy, like I said – I'm real, real skeptical of these receivers who've been hurt a lot, and he's been hurt quite a bit over the last few years. So yeah, I'm he, he's a question mark to me. To well, even make whole, it through the season, that's the whole. That was the whole thing with the Ravens last year of how injured they were. Yeah, I mean, they were they were piled on. They piled on all injuries. I mean, they lost their two running backs, their top two running backs, and J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, who both had. Um, torn ACL, uh, torn ACL, you should be 100% healthy and everything. Now you get um, 
an interesting piece in uh, Odell Beckham. And I think the guy that you're going to look out for that got drafted, obviously, is going to be Zay Flowers, um, a guy who might be able to help out as a slot uh, a slot receiver or anything. Marquise Brown is going to be coming off, you know, is going to be coming back. He's going to be really healthy. Zay Flowers might be able to help out possibly along with Marquise Brown in the running game, believe it or not, because of all the things that the Ravens playbook can do. Yeah, so I, I mean, think that the, was a really interesting – I think that was a really interesting draft pick by um, the Baltimore Ravens. He's he, – I know uh, you just talked about Zay Flowers. He was my guy that I was going to talk about later. Started watching him a little bit whenever I, we were doing our draft analysts and just kind of getting ready for it. And I saw him on the list of receivers, and he was like third or fourth. He was pretty high up there. Good grade. I mean, and as you and I both know, this is a good year for receivers. Looking into we, it and watching his film. We got off at the system in Boston College, too, and he put up some numbers. He, he put up great numbers. He made acrobatic catches. I mean, and name their quarterback they had. I mean, that's a run-first system. And like you said, very boring offense. But he made some moves. And that he, from then on, I was like, man, this guy would be – this guy's going to make a move. This, this guy's going to – Make an impact on a team, and I think we. Pre- I think I predicted him to go to Baltimore, if I remember correctly. Now I, I think I think I do remember that. Now the strength of the Ravens team last year wasn't their offense; it was actually their defensive line. I mean, they were arguably the top. They only they only surrendered eighteen and a half, eighteen point eight runs per game, uh, you know, points per game, which is pretty good. And they're you know they were the fifth best in stopping the run, so they were excellent. But remember, you know, they that defense does lose two key pieces this offseason, and Tobias Campbell, who's just been dominant for them, and Marcus Peters, he's just you know he was just old. Uh, but you know the Ravens have um, Marlon Humphrey, solid solid corner. They have a really nice. Uh, I think uh, Tyler Hamilton had a really nice rookie year for them. And you have Marcus Williams, um, who you know for, with them, you know that's a top five safety tandem in the league that they have. That's definitely a strength of mine. Uh, for the Ravens, it's going to be their secondary, uh, especially in the safety position. And I think we test you have to go receiver just because of the uncertainty in the health. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, as much as I like Zay Flowers, I mean, he's a rookie, and he's coming into a system that's more advanced than anything he's seen. So there's going to be some growing pains, and outside of him, you're right, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. And, 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 you know, it's just the overall health of this team. It's going to be a really big question. Um, I know when we talk about um, the stability of the front office and everything, and I know, you know, I think this team has drafted pretty damn well over the last few years. Um, I think they, I think the Ravens have a very, very solid core. Definitely one of the better built rosters in the NFL in terms of talent. Um, it just needs, they just need to be healthy. Um, but I'm also, I'm still, I, it, you know, people love to, I, I people love to defend John Harbaugh. I still think his, it, you know, if he disappoints this season, He's going to be a candidate to possibly let go this year. I think there's a lot of that, especially now with the Lamar contract. The Ravens have only won, what, maybe one playoff game in the last few years? I mean, it's been a long time since they made a deep playoff run, especially with a, te- a team that went, what, 14-2 three or four seasons ago? And, t- you know, a team that has been consistently making the playoffs for the last, uh, you know, for the last 10, 15 years. But this is the team that just needs to reform all of a sudden. 
yeah, when you give a guy that much money, all of a sudden you have a window. And it's going to get harder and harder to pay guys as the years go on because if there's any kind of rising star from this draft, you're going to have to pay them. You're going to have to pay the guys that are on the roster now. And you tied up a lot in one guy who runs the ball 14 times a game, gets hit, I think, an additional like two and a half times per game just like outside of that, and who's been hurt the last two years. That, that's a lot to put into. I'm not going to call him damaged assets or damaged goods because he's still fairly young. That's a bad sign as a young mobile quarterback. You're already getting hurt. And this whole yeah. tandem has just started. Yeah, and, and you know, how, and how much is Lamar being going to be carried by Mark uh, Andrews? And you know, Staley at the let, you know, and Staley at the left tackle position, you know, that's a key piece. He needs to be healthy. If that if that offensive line is healthy, I mean, that's Ronnie Staley needs to be healthy for them uh, in order to in order for this offense to succeed. It's not really necessarily a Mark Johnson because look at Tyler Tyler Hundley. He almost he almost took them to the divisional round. With the backup quarterback, I know Tyler Hunter's one is a damn fine backup. He's a really good backup. But imagine if Omar wins in there, they beat the they beat the Bengals. They beat the Bengals, and possibly, who knows after that? They weren't a bad team last year, despite all the injuries. They still made the playoffs. I still looking at the outlook for this team. I still expect them to go to the playoffs. They will contend for the AFC North. Will they win it? I don't know. But they will be up there. Song, your prediction? I'm still, I mean, I'm still pretty firm on Cincinnati winning the division. I don't know, and for Baltimore, I don't know what their health is going to be like. Yeah, it's a a great mystery. Yeah, I mean, last year, there's guys who are coming back, but there's guys coming back from missing like five or six games. Goal for your goal for the Ravens, if you're the team, their name is to win the division. Like, hey, you need to win the division. We need to try to get home field or first round by. We need to try to get something out of I don't us. know. I don't I don't think they're gonna be I don't think they're gonna be that high up there. I'm gonna be honest. But it's I, gonna think, be, I, think, I think they'll be a wild card team at best. I think I think they will they'll be a top two wild card team. Yeah. Without without question. Oh, yeah, they're, they're not winning that division. It's not happening. I mean they they can go for it. Nothing wrong with being a – there's nothing wrong with being a wild-card team. It would be good to not be on the road the whole time because if you're getting beat up and banged up because they're a pretty physical team, it sucks playing on the road. I, I still think it's uh, I still think it's Cincinnati's division, if I'm being honest. Absolutely. We appreciate everybody for listening to the Raven uh, today on Ravens Day on the 3rd and East podcast. Be sure to check out, uh, take a look at and listen to the other AFC uh, rivals to see where your opponents are going to be broken down uh, by us and everything, as well as the other teams in the league. Uh, And uh, obviously, be sure to take a look at our weekly podcast uh, coming up uh, as the NFL season gets going.